everyone, I'm Jill Bloom, group publisher of Roofing Contractor, Walls and Ceilings and Building Enclosure. And thank you so much for joining us today for another very important conversation about cybersecurity. And this is gonna be many, one of many conversations that you'll be seeing us posting because every day, every week, there's so much to talk about in regards to this topic. And there's no doubt there's been a lot happening this week. So Rick D'Amato, and I, uh, Rick D'Amato is our Editorial Director of Roofing Contractor, and we are honored to be here today with Bill Collins, the Director of National Accounts at Servco LLC, and also Les Hicks, who's the President of Cardinal Technology Solutions Incorporated based out of Winchester, Virginia. So Les and Bill, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. So like I was saying, there's so much, there's so much has happened this week. You know, Bill, let's start with you. Can you just tell, give us a quick overview? Who's been hacked this week besides the State Department? It sounds like there's a big list. Oh, well, it turns out that the uh, uh, T-Mobile was uh, hacked on the 16th. That's just last week. And they confirmed that 49 million of their accounts, past, present, and prospective, were uh, uh, unauthorized access that got social security numbers, driver's license names, and all that sort of thing. The way it came out is the uh, the uh, the attacker called Skinny Hunters had posted an ad on a on a on a, a web page called Rapid Forum, which is a dark web uh, you know marketplace, and said that it was selling 30 million of the 49 million for six bitcoins or about 280 million a thousand dollars rather, and they'll sell the rest off uh, uh, privately. Uh, uh, that sort of you know, bizarre that the way you hear about it is that they advertise it on the dark web, that they've got the information. And uh, of course, the same week, uh, Ford and Accenture were also hacked. Uh, but that just, you know, there's there every week, these are big companies that have been uh, hacked. But the problem with, with someone like T-Mobile being hacked, that's their fifth hack, by the way, since 2018. That's the fifth time. And this was this was not a sophisticated attack. They just left the gateway open. Open, but the problem is that they they made the mistake of not noticing that someone had gotten into their network and extracted information uh, before they found the, the the you know the problem and closed it, which they've now closed now. Uh, the good news is, I guess, in in one sense, is if you've been hacked, they will give you two years of. Uh, I mean, if your information was leaked out, they'll give you two years free of McAfee. Uh, ID theft, uh, uh, you know, uh, protect, uh, uh, protect for, and, and so you'll get something for it. But I think the most important thing for our small businesses uh, is to remember that big businesses are attacked first by someone getting into individuals. So the first thing to do is to find out whether you're an individual or business, whether your information is out in the dark web. And I'll just remind people, and let you probably know this as well, is you can go to a web page called have I been pawned? Pawn spelled P-W-N-E-D. Have I been pawned.com. And you type in your telephone number, your name, whatever you want, and it'll tell you whether your stuff's out on the dark web uh, for sale. And, yeah, and the first, that, that can be a terrifying experience. I can tell you that. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, so the first thing you do is if you have been uh, pawned is you want to change your passwords if you use it for other, you know, other accounts. And you also want to remind your employees, especially on this T-Mobile hack, that to be careful about not a, a phishing attack, which can either, as we talked last time, can either be text or an email. Don't open things from somebody you don't know, uh, because if you do and you download something, then you've just got, you've loaded something into your network. So remind your employees to be careful. Uh, and uh, uh, 
Oh, the final thing that I think you get a kick out of this, Jill, is that ATN, two days after the T-Mobile attack, uh, eight, there, was a, there was also a, a, a hacker announced they'd gotten 100 million accounts from AT&T. AT&T denied it and said they hadn't been, they had nothing had been stolen. However, there had been an organized attack on about a million of their, of their accounts, uh, 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 even though nothing had, had leaked out. So again, small businesses oh, can, can get affected by any time these stuff get out, then someone comes out after one of your employees, and if they open something, they're in your network. Wow. So it doesn't matter, I guess. I, I don't have T-Mobile, so for a minute I thought I was safe, but I'm not because I've got AT&T. So <laughs> I guess it's time for me to look at my passwords again. Darn it all. <laughs> Nobody's safe. And the best way, the best way to handle your passwords is to use some type of a password manager, uh, like Dashlane or OnePass, uh, where you know you have one master password and all of your passwords for every website you go to, all your accounts is all encrypted. Um, so and, even things like Dashlane, what if Dashlane gets hacked? <laughs> well, then we're I think we're all in trouble. We're all in trouble. <laughs> Well, but you said, so it's encrypted though. So it's a lot more harder for people to figure out. Yeah. And, and you can also uh, randomly generate passwords, uh, you know, it just uh, random uh, alphanumeric uh, passwords, long, uh, almost impossible to break. Um, and it, there's one thing that Dashlane does that I, I, I like a lot and that they, they monitor your accounts online and uh, you get notified if one of your accounts uh, like AT&T was breached, they'll tell you, change your passwords. If, if you know, if you, you know, this is an alert, AT&T was <laughs> breached, T-Mobile was breached, LinkedIn was breached, uh, change your passwords immediately. And you can do it very quickly on there. It's dash link. Da dash lane. Lane, D-A-S-H-L-A-N-E. That's okay. correct. We're going to make sure we put that up on our website too. Rick, I know I can, I can, I can sense you got 20 questions. <laughs> I have a couple of questions. I have a few things I wanted to talk about with these guys. Uh, not a lack of things to talk about. <clears throat> I want to start by thanking you, Bill and Les, for being here. We appreciate it. Uh, great information. And uh, to our listeners and, and viewers, if you didn't hear the previous sessions, I think it'd be a good idea for you to go back and get them. Same place you got this, roofingcontractor.com or wherever you find podcasts. Uh, and just a few bullet points of where we've been up to this point. Uh, <clears throat> any, anyone or anything can be hacked. When it comes to uh, uh, using your system, look before you click. You got to be careful. There's a lot of bad guys out there. When it comes to the passwords we were just talking about, length is strength. Uh, some of the other ways of getting into uh, uh, better security, like Les was just suggesting. We also went into some more details about setting up safe and secure networks or, or your, your uh, computing systems in your office, uh, such as considering an NIST framework, that's the National Institute of Standards and Technology. Uh, we discussed how some contractors actually need to go a little further with a, a CMMC, a cybersecurity model certification, if you're gonna go to work for the federal government and seek those kind of contracts. Now, Les, you learned some interesting statistics from a recent Keeper survey poll. Uh, tell us about that and what it could mean to our contractor listeners should they fall victim to any of those scams. Sure. So uh, uh, I was looking at a, a recent poll from uh, Keeper Security, and it was specifically about uh, 
companies that were uh, had a ransomware attack, uh, and they asked them uh, if they had paid the ransom. Uh, and 49% of them said that they did. Uh, what's more disturbing is 22% said that they, they, dec they declined to, to answer that question, which basically tells me they paid the ransom. <laughs> uh, so what's really alarming is like 70% of those companies, you know, over 70% paid the ransom a against everything that all experts tell you not to do. Don't pay the ransom, you know? Um, how can you how can you prevent from doing that? Have good backups. Uh, use multi-factor authentication with all your accounts, um, and do you know do training all the time with your employees. Show them you know how to, to how to identify uh, phishing emails, suspicious stuff. That's your weakest link is your inter internal employees. You can have the best software and the best hardware in the world. It's not going to protect that, you know, uh, you know Sally or, or Joe that's behind our computer from looking at an email and clicking a link and then going, oh, my Office 365 email got, uh, you know, I need to change it. Microsoft just sent me an email. I'm going to click on this link and put my information in. And the next thing you know, your email has been hacked, right? Uh, and training, not just yours, and, not just training, yours yes. but then the whole they'll, your whole network. Because once they get you, they get the they goes you know horizontal to the entire organization. Yeah, and, and and the problem is a lot of people use the same password for everything. So if they got your password for three sixty five, they probably get your password to get into your network too. Um, but you know, it's just simple countermeasures that you can employ that will protect your company from that kind of attack. You know, just regular training. There's programs out there. I mean, uh, Cardinal offers uh, training for that. Uh, we we send out for our you know customers that want it. We send them send out uh, phishing emails from a program that we use, and it's actually quite fun because you know we like building stuff like that. You know, you get a free pizza from Domino's. Click on this link <laughs> and see how many people do it. Uh, the difference is when they click on the link, it goes, uh, you know what? You shouldn't have done that. And, and here's some training to, to, to help you identify phishing scams. And they go through the training, get, they get a nice certificate. And, and then the owner gets a report on how many people you know, clicked on the link, how many didn't. But you know, the, the, the goal is to get nobody to click on any of the links. You know, eventually that happens. Right. These are these are great preventative measures, Les. Um, on our last broadcast, we promised our listeners we would directly address crisis management <clears throat> planning, uh, specifically in advance of a cybersecurity threat. You suggested that they build a war box that would contain everything they would need in the event of attack. Let's talk right. about what should be in the cyber war box. So uh, in the war box, basically, you have your business continuity plan that's been thought out ahead of time. What happens if the world ends tomorrow, basically? And you know, your, your business burns to the ground, what are we gonna do? You don't wanna be the, the person walking around in the flaming ruins, you know, uh, wondering what, who you're gonna call, what you're gonna do. You, always, you, you wanna have a step-by-step -step plan laid out ahead of time. We're gonna call this number, we're gonna, we're gonna bring in some trailers, we're gonna call the ISP. You know, we're going to get uh, internet hookup. Um, you know, we're going to set or we're going to send everybody home and have them remote in to a cloud server that we already have set up. 
we're going to call Amazon Web Services and, and you know bring on bring a virtual a virtual uh, server online. This is how we're going to do it. Step one, two, and three. Um, you need to have a, a numbers for your insurance agencies in there, right? So the first, you know you want to call your insurance agency. You want to call rental properties. Um, you want to have as much information as you can in that war box, including maybe some canned public statements. Uh, you know that they're they're written by a professional. A lot of companies and, che and checked in with your lawyers so that you're not saying things to get yourself in trouble. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And a lot, a lot of companies make that mistake. They, they you know, something happens. They, you, you know, they, they have a, a attack and and they panic. And the first thing they want to do is reassure everybody <laughs> that their information is safe, but they say the wrong things, and it 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 just increases. <laughs> you know, it, it makes it worse for them. Uh, so, so have a public re relations person write your statements and maybe have a couple of different scenarios um, just in case and have them ready to go because that's the first thing you want to do is put that statement out there. Um, you also want to have uh, all, all the numbers for employees, home numbers, cell phone numbers. You want to be in constant contact with all of your employees. Uh, communication has to be very, very strong. So you, you don't want to be looking for somebody's number and you can't get a hold of some, somebody that you need to get a hold of, like to that this morning. All that should be in the war box. And, you, and depending on the size of your company, you might want to have more than one war box. You might have uh, one for each department. Just depends. Well, I think the best operators in our business we've learned over the years, and uh, specifically through some of our best of success seminars, uh, have a crisis management uh, plan in place. Um, God forbid a partner dies, a key employee uh, resigns or runs off with one of the secretaries. What do you do? How do you handle that? And, and having that <clears throat> in that war box, as you call it, uh, makes a lot of sense. Now, to, to, to add cybersecurity to that, uh, you know, hopefully would just be something with the steps you're talking about that, that could be added on. But, it, it you know, Everybody doesn't have a crisis management plan, even though it's, it is a best practice, certainly. But, and, but less, when it comes to the cyber piece of, uh, uh, of a crisis management plan and building the war box, seems like not only a lot of work, but perhaps beyond the scope of some contractor's capabilities in-house. Uh, give us some ideas for third-party resources or the kind of third-party resources that contractors may want to employ Bill, you've already suggested their attorney. That's a good idea uh, but, uh, to build their war box. What other kind of outside resources might they look for? So an attorney is a good idea. Uh, it, it may be a good idea for you to uh, employ the services of a cybersecurity expert. Uh, somebody outside the company that can, can look at how your network's set up currently and what needs to change. Uh, they can do external probes, you know, and they can do internal. Uh, and just come up with a list of stuff that you need to do in order to secure your network the, the best that you can. Uh, and, and that's where, that's where we come in. You know, uh, we're engineers. We're, we're not cybersecurity experts. Uh, we have cybersecurity partners that we employ to come in and do the, that type of work. But they don't do behind the keyboard work. They'll come in and do an evaluation, do an assessment, and then they'll come up with a list of stuff that's good and a list of stuff that's bad. Uh, and then that's where we come in. They'll give us a list of stuff. 
you need to encrypt your laptops, you need to encrypt the server, you need, you know, a better firewall, whatever it is, they'll, they'll come in and tell you, you know, employees need to do multi-factor authentication in Office 365. Or maybe you need to have a statement on all of your desktops when you log in that's a company policy, um, you know, not to abuse, uh, you know, uh, the, the, using the web or just be, just be cognizant of the fact that you're, you're using company property and uh, you're, you, you need to be responsible for what you're doing. Be careful what you're doing, even clicking on links and email. Well, that's Bill. I can't thank you enough for what you shared here today. And I want to tell our listeners too, next time I want to talk about insurance, about cyber insurance more. Uh, and, I, and, and I expect that uh, I'm going to hear the, the, the noise of hammers and, 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 and drills going from people uh, out building their war boxes this week. Uh, I should, tell us uh, real quick, Bill, Les, how do our viewers and listeners uh, get in touch with you? Uh, they can reach out uh, to, well, why don't they reach out to you guys? Uh, I mean, you can, you can get to me directly at uh, uh, you know, my email, which I don't know whether you've posted, but uh, if they get to you guys, then uh, you, you know where we are. Absolutely. Les? Uh, you can you can reach out to us. Uh, you know, our website uh, www.cardinaltech spelled tek.com, or you can reach me at lhicks at cardinaltech.com. Right, thanks, gentlemen. Jill. So, Les, tell me real quick a little bit more details on the State Department hack and what happened there. So, evidently, the State Department was hacked uh, not over the weekend. It was about a week ago, and I was reading an article about it. And uh, it turns out that they, they've had employees that have left, uh, have retired or, or been fired, and their accounts, their domain, uh, Active Directory domain accounts uh, that had access to classified or unclassified information was still active for over 152 days. Oh, my gosh. And, and they recently got a D, I guess, uh, you know, a rating of a D for their security like two weeks ago. That came out. It was a report that I, I just read it like two weeks ago, and uh, it just amazes me that a, a facility like that that has so much to you know protect and so much to lose would be so lax in their security. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Sure. Sounds great. Yes. Thank you so much for your tips and tricks it's, and the insight. It's just one of these going ongoing issues that all contractors need to know about. So thank you for your time. Again, if you need to reach us, it's roofingcontractor.com, wconline.com, or buildingenclosureonline.com. And while you're there, make sure you sign up for our free e-newsletters, register for our website. That's free and check out the new platform for our e-magazines. It's amazing. You'll love it. And please stay safe and healthy. We look forward to talking to you next time. Bye.